know what your problem is? I don't have a problem. I just want to understand. You're not trying to understand anything. Are you admitting you're gay no, or you're not? not trying to understand anything. Because labels are the opposite of understanding. But Van Damme is white. Yes. So even if it's about courage, it's about white courage. I, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I'm not understanding, but what does courage have to do with... The color of a man's skin. Welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan. And this week, we have a number of different things for you, all related to season two of Sensei. Up first, we have an interview with two of the cast members. That is Max Remal and Tina Desai, who play Wolfgang and Kala on the show. Then after that conversation, I'll be stepping into the spoiler room with returning guest Pumpkinberry to talk about everything that happens during season two and give our overall review. So, if you haven't yet seen Season 2 of Sense8, you're completely safe to listen to the interview with Max and Tina. There are no spoilers, but I would stop right there, go watch the season, and then, when you finish, our spoiler room discussion will be waiting here for you. So, without further ado, here is Max Remal and Tina Desai. Um, hi guys, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi. So Sensei is a wonderfully progressive show that has possibly the most diverse cast we've ever seen in a series. Uh, what does it mean to each of you personally to be involved in a show that's this socially relevant and important? That's a huge privilege because we get to travel the world. We get to learn so many things about life, about us, yeah, about um, acceptance and developing Skills I thought I would never have because, um, yeah, we, we constantly get challenged by Lana. She uh, pushes us to do things which are definitely not easy, but with the trust we have for each other and the lust to, to go beyond, you know, things, uh, yeah, get really interesting. And um, it's, it's a learning process. It's like a really um, a great experience in every way. And Tina? Similarly, really, um, I did not know when we when I got into the show, I did not know what it was about this much. They had only emailed me three episodes when I was confirmed for it, and I didn't know what the series was about and where it was going. I just had like a, a glimpse into what she, you know, was attempting to do. Um, and when the entire season became what it was, and then with the second season being written, uh, there's just so many issues that are being dealt with in terms of identity and culture and religion and politics and sexuality and, you know, so on and so forth. There's just a lot. Um, it's very intensive, the show. And so I think because of that, there are a large number of people who are connecting with it because, you know, it's not just science fiction. It's also like drama and comedy and action and mm. all of it done so passionately. Um, 
that like he said like like max said it said it's a privilege to do something with that much range um and when it's also appreciated then it kind of gives you the impetus of the confidence to like experiment even even more and go further on and you know uh achieve your full dream uh, in in case of lana's writing um and then also in in cases like this you know to be a voice and 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 bring about awareness to the curiosity uh, that people might have about things that they don't know or haven't been exposed to. Max, you mentioned that you got to learn about yourself this season. What would you say it was that you learned? Well, um we are yeah, finding ourselves in um various uh, extreme situations where it's like really uh sometimes hard to to focus or to remember um what is this about the show because it's way too complex to understand it all or to understand the context of the the scene you are shooting in that moment and so uh it's it's all about that trust game first of all that you need to let go of your of your own fears of uh that self consciousness that might stop you from just being yourself and trust Lana who has uh a clear vision but sometimes it's it's just too abstract to understand her ways or all the different things she she's trying with you because it's, it feels like an experiment you know she's kind of collecting all that material to decide in the editing room what to make out of it and you are basically for me it feels like uh I'm I'm a tool you know <laughs> that makes this thing work but it's not about me and my feelings it's it's more about like uh being open and flexible in the moment to participate and interact with everybody you have to listen very carefully because when you have a scene with maybe all of us together you have to find your spot and you have to work yeah together like nowhere else like you have to really uh be there with each other and therefore you need to focus and at the same time yeah be flexible and if i may add i did not know i could be independent to this extent you know it's the first time i've stayed away from home for 7 8 months and um you know i always feared taking a job up internationally because i did not think i could live away with, from my family and friends and then here we are suddenly traveling the world with people from other countries not even your culture or your people it's people from around the world people you'd never have met on your own but you've been you know put into a situation where you're suddenly each other's family or friend you know where you're uh, together 24/7 you're working you're you're hanging out you're whining and dining together you're doing everything together so a i did not know i could be so independent b i found out that i'm far more emotional than i thought i was you know lots of things that affected me my happiness my sadness everything i was like wow when did it become so tumultuous and yeah and and also like sensates like we are as a cluster in the show for me at least it was also that learning experience of suddenly being connected to these seven other people 
all the time you know you are each other's like like we are in the show we're actually helping each other out you know if someone's in a mood if someone's missing home if someone's uh, having a difficult time on shoot if someone's having a great time on shoot if someone you know wants to go to a great club and party we're all just doing everything together and so we're all understanding each other more and you know you're learning how to communicate you're you're learning to get past your cultural differences and be one so at some point it i was confused about where were sensei's and where were you know um tapins and jamie and max and and duna and things like that so it i think because of lana's focus on keeping it as real as possible a lot of it was our journey in real life as well at least me it's all about acceptance and respect because that's necessary to get along and also like um see the bigger picture at the same time we doing it for something for the greater good for the common good and tina you mentioned uh the the closeness of the cast i'm curious when you're portraying characters that share thoughts and feelings there has to be a strong chemistry within that cluster for it to work so well on screen uh did you do anything as a cast prior to filming to help develop that bond touch what i think it happened organically we all came in knowing that we're in this journey together that we might be doing seven seasons together or or five or you know whatever we were in it for a long for the long ride um and so if we want to make it easier on ourselves and on everyone else to kind of present our best side to each other and that's and it it kind of just worked we we did um spend a lot of time together and then you naturally find things that you connect with in each one and we're such a unique and diverse group that there are different things that you go to for each person you know one is more emotionally stable and so you go to them when you need some sort of counseling there's one that's really great for fun and partying so you go to them when you want to have a good time out there's one who's more intelligent and talks about life and philosophy and politics and so you go to them when you want to have that discussion So it's a it's a good blend. So especially when you're on the road for seven months, eight months, it's nice to have all kinds of people that you can hang out with. Between seasons one and two, we also kept in touch, you know, through WhatsApp or um, whatever form of social media we all use. And you know, whenever we travel to each other's countries, we would hang out for like dinner or lunch or whatever. So oh, that's we, great. Uh, yeah, we did keep in touch. We do genuinely like each other. And the second season, just you know, it was beyond what I ever expected because. we were family to each other like i particularly went through a very difficult time for whatever reason and the way the cluster if i may <laughs> you know stood up and helped me out and ceaselessly counseled me or helped me or supported me through my you know my troubles was just overwhelming i did not know that anyone would care that much to that level to that extent and so it's just i think it's a blessing that we've come together and were able to hold it together and i hope it continues if we talk about your characters this season and their relationship we see that there's a new variable added to an already complicated relationship when lila shows up what can you tell us about what the future might hold for wolfgang and kala uh yeah what can we tease uh, it's, it's really hard to give away anything but um lila he's not quite sure what she is and who she is he doesn't trust uh new people or he's like um sexually driven but still very aware that uh people want to kill him he's like uh heavily or deeply involved uh with all these crime syndicate shit that yeah 
represents his world in Berlin and um, his feelings for Carla make him too vulnerable, I think. Uh, his character just tries to run away from every kind of weakness or a distraction from what he really tries to achieve. He wants to have it his way and uh, I think he's really uh, struggling with being in Berlin and protecting uh, this little thing that he has this, uh, his his best friend Felix and nothing else is keeping him uh, in, in Berlin so he's just like uh, not sure what to make out of it but you definitely will see something in season two I was very worried about Kala. I was like, you know, what's going to happen between these two? It's it's awful, and but it's also right because you know she can't possibly be on the run with a thief. And um, on the other side, you know, her whole family is committed. You know, once a marriage comes into play, then both families get involved, and then if you break that marriage, then you're bringing huge disrespect to both families. And so I was very concerned. But as you see in the Christmas special, I'm now married, but I continue to be a sensate, so I can't sever my ties with Wolfgang. And it's it's great competition in the form of Leela. I think Valeria, who plays Leela, was uh, a surprise because I did not expect her to play the role the way she did. And uh, I think she's... Uh, quite a shocker, you know, when we watched the episodes yesterday, just her entry, and I was like, oh my god, there's no chance Kala has a shot at anything when, you know, when Leela's around, she's really brilliant. But that competition kind of ups the ante and makes things more interesting, uh, as if Wolfgang and Kala weren't having enough troubles, now she's also there. So, you know, it's it's really nice the way it plays out. Man, uh, Lana manages to write in a few surprises, things that you wouldn't expect. And so it com- continues to be a very uh, up and down sort of equation that they have and that they can't fight. <laughs> also for season two, uh, I know that the cast had to travel to a number of different countries to film everything. And uh, because of the nature of the show and the quick location jumps that the audience sees, I imagine things were filmed in a very disjointed way. When filming, do you each think about the scene and as it fits into the overall story? Or do you just portray that specific moment in time and really just focus on that? Yeah, um, I think it was more about like being in the moment. And I don't know if I said that before, but it's all about that trust, you know, that mm. you have to be um, fully aware of uh, what Lana wants in that moment, even if it makes no sense for you. So uh, the more you plan for yourself, for your character, the, the harder it gets for you, you know. Uh, so you should just be knowing that you know nothing because, um, yeah, she's like collecting all this material and then deciding in the editing room what to make out of it. So it's really hard to, what's that word, uh, uh, maneuver, no, not maneuver, uh, like to orientate yourself. Like in, I mean, when you read the script, you think you know what you, what you will do, but uh, each and every single place has an impact on you and you also have to do various styles of that scene, like uh, act in different ways. And you're also mirroring the the feelings of the other character because you, you represent the feelings of the other characters too. So there's a variety of uh, things you can play and they all will be good or fit, but um, you don't know what the context will be in the end because, yeah, it's way too complex. For season two, Lana Wachowski is now handling the creative duties solo. So what can you tell us about the importance of her message in these somewhat troubling times? 
it's 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 brilliant timing the fact that the show is happening now it's uh, i think lana's always been someone who's ahead of her time and it's happened again now but i think now it's with the times not <laughs> uh as far ahead but i think she's just uh someone who's able to i mean i think the show has been in development for a few years before the production actually happened so it's obviously obviously something that she already already sensed um so it's great that the show is happening now because it kind of brings about some sort of peace uh if you if you just sit down and think because she gives you a lot of material she gives you a lot of arguments that help you think that you might be overreacting that you might be quick to jump to judge people because they're different from you that you might be afraid of things that are different from you because you don't understand it and that if you can just breathe and let someone you know uh talk to you if you're able to connect with them if you're supposed if you feel empathy and connect with somebody then you realize they're not that different from you after all there might be a few cultural differences that we all have which make us unique but beyond that we're all human and we all think and feel the same way and so it's not something to uh fight or something to be afraid of or fear so um it's really nice that it's happening at this time because a lot of people feel like they have a voice while some people feel that um it's just expression you know it's nice that this argument is being put forward very sensibly very intelligently and so that and and it just um i'm struggling to talk i don't know why i know yeah, no, miami was just the result of what's what's there anyway like um all this 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 hate or um this misunderstanding between people you know it was also a terror attack was not really i think it was because these people are full of fear and they are afraid of life itself sometimes and or they struggle with life and uh, that's the way how they express that even if it's the most radical and the most violent way uh there 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 are many people out there who feel like this i think and um they just feel too insecure because they uh try to understand and the more complex this world is getting the, the harder it gets like to find uh like people who would understand you or could share your fears with you and therefore the show is good that you might find like solutions for yourself that you can maybe identify with something you you can't have in your own life because you uh would risk like serious consequences and when you have a show like that you can just uh look into realities and maybe get another perspective on things and that for the show is also good like so team to be able to, yeah, yeah, to explain just... in like a few minutes i think that's <laughs> the problem we're having answering this <laughs> thank you so much guys so as i mentioned earlier in the show in just a moment i'm going to be stepping into the spoiler room with pumpkinberry once those doors open and we go in anything is fair game so this is your final spoiler warning. If you have not yet watched Season 2 of Sense8, do so before you continue listening. If you have, welcome to the spoiler room. Access granted. Welcome. All right, so Sense8 Season 2, uh, we had the opportunity to watch it. And I guess the first thing to talk about is how it compares to Season 1. I always said or that season one was a very slow burn. Uh, it took a long time to do character development, probably like the first eight episodes. But 
by the time everything hit the fan, it was worth every moment of that development because you cared so much about those characters. But then season two, it's like no time wasted. We're in the thick of it. Yeah. Well, I think that's also too, because they, it, all of season one, you care about the characters. They did mm-hmm. all that set up in season one and now it was just full on action, but it was very glorious. And there was still some very tender moments with character development here in season two. As oh, well. absolutely. Yeah. They didn't stop yeah. with the character development. They just had the action going along with it the whole time too. Yeah. There were a few times where I got a little teary eyed. <laughs> a few times. It was good. A few times. Okay. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> So if we take a look at the uh, the where they picked up, we had the Christmas special to kind of start things off and a few things happened in there. Um, we saw that Will and Riley are being hunted by whispers. Will mm-hmm. is in a very sympathetic position where he's taking heroin to block whispers out of his mind the whole time and Riley's caring for him. Oh, my gosh. And that's where it starts, right? That's where episode one immediately goes into. Absolutely. Is, yeah. 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 And that's now what I'm confused on. They weren't actually present together or they were. And they then were they split up midway through. Yeah. Yes, but, yeah. Okay, and then yeah, Riley okay. went off to Chicago later on by yeah, herself. That's and... right. That's right. That's right. And it was like, yeah, but they were still together because they were in their minds anyway. Because that's and how that, they communicate. Yeah, it was good. That sometimes confusion of whether they're there mentally or physically came into play in the last episode in like the coolest way possible. Yeah. Yeah. We won't spoil that, but like holy yeah. shit, it was it was amazing. Yeah. We're jumping yeah. ahead on that one for sure. Um Yeah. So Will and Riley, uh, I absolutely adore them. And that one thing that we constantly talked about while we were watching is how much we love every single character and not only every single character, but every single relationship that those characters have. That's actually something that I really appreciated uh, about the show is I feel like I feel like they specifically went out of their way to show healthy and differing relationships, Mm. um, you know, for people who are, you know, either homosexual or transgender or anything like that. They didn't paint it in any sort of uh, dramatic way for the sake of, you know, drama for the TV show. But they, they did a good job of showing like really loving, wonderful relationships for all of the characters, regardless of, of gender and things like that, which I really, really appreciated. Yeah. I mean, even though they have everything kind of framed in this sci-fi uh, sci-fi fabric and they're showing so many different types of relationships and families and everything remains positive. They're positive relationships. Yeah, uh, the sexuality is positive the entire time. There's yeah. nothing that's put to shame in any way whatsoever. They never use labels for anything. Yeah. Uh, it's oh just, it's just human nature. It's just the way they are. Yeah. That's perfect. And I think it's actually a super important message Um, and that's one of the reasons why I really, really like the show. And I feel that the show is actually, it's a super important show that needs to be out there and people need to see that because you need to see that a, it's okay to be different. Uh, and they do that. They slide that dialogue into the show. Like there's a specific line where they say, you know, you know, we call him whispers because that voice, you know, that tells you to end it Mm -hmm. or give up or that you're horrible. It always whispers. And that was like, you know, that's a direct statement about real life and not just a TV show. And they do that several times throughout the show and specifically the season that I was I. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It got me so fired up in such a good way. Yeah. And it gives it gives whispers uh, so much more of a prominence and a, a direct metaphorical meaning 
in yeah. the show itself. Because everybody has that, you know? Oh, absolutely. The cluster is like a brain, and everyone represents yeah. different parts within that. And then it's... Or different feelings or oh. personalities or emotions. It's so good. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, old Fox show, Herman's Head. I don't know if you ever saw that. So no, there's, there's a, it's a comedy, so it's not anything yeah. near this level. But there's the, the main character uh, has like, it's almost like Inside Out in a way where he has different people oh, living yeah. inside his head that all yeah. represent different emotions and different sides of him. And the cluster is almost like an allegory for that. Yeah. Where they're all very different. Like we, we talked several times about how Wolfie doesn't say a lot, but when you need someone to like, but when he does, oh my God, <laughs> you listen and you pay attention. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Oh my God. That scene. Oh my God. They did. Oh, they did such a good job. <laughs> I know we're allowed to talk about all the spoilery stuff, but right, right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway. Well, the one of the things that I do want to talk about right away, um, and it was one of my favorite moments in the entire season and it happens during the first episode because it really set the tone for everything and i thought it was so well done and so powerful was the speech that um leto and the entire cluster eventually ends up giving when yeah. uh leto and caffius are asked who they are and the the quick edits and the jumps and the fluidity the music, the the beat of the music as they're all jumping from one thing to another was so powerful. And that was the same scene in which we heard that quote that labels are the opposite of understanding. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so good. Oh, <laughs> it just I, I rewatched the scene even yeah. after we had watched the entire season just because it it was one of those things that went into me internally it yeah. just made me feel everything that they were trying to convey. And it was so well done and so powerful. Yeah. I feel like if if you had to describe this season in in one phrase, it would either be, you know, labels are the opposite of understanding or it would be family is who you choose. Mm. You know, you you can choose your family and and stuff like that. It's not necessarily who you're born with. Um, so, yeah, the season was good. Nailed it. Blew it out of the park. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Absolutely. So the character stories, uh, we had, like we said, we had Will and Riley that were, mm -hmm. they kind of seem to be the um, central driving force because regardless of all the other side stories that were happening, that hunt and uh, back and forth with whispers was the constant thing that was underneath everything else. Yeah. And that there was the main storyline there. And then also Sun's storyline. Oh, yes. Which kind of felt like the main one, you know, yep. those two. And then... And then everybody else weaved in. I really liked the story they told with Leto, though. That was fantastic. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And I really appreciated that they told that story. And even even Daniela uh, also, I, I appreciated her story, too. You know, there's like this point in, in his career where, you know, he he comes out mm -hmm. as a homosexual and he gets completely dropped from his label. Um, but then... You know, the LBGTQ community, like, love him and have him come and speak. Mm -hmm. And um, and then for him to come around and be okay with that because, yeah, it was just beautiful to watch. And then and Daniela saying, like, you know, my family is here. It's just, yeah, it was very powerful. I cried. It was amazing. And rejecting her own family in the process. And yeah. this is my home. Her own blood family. Oh, yeah. my God. That was that was huge. And that's that's something, like, they, they don't talk about. Uh, Daniela's sexuality really that much at yeah. all because it's not overly important but 
the fact that she does choose this new family, like you said, the family is the one that you choose over her blood family, uh, can show that choice that some people have to make when they're they're whatever it is about them is rejected by their family. Yeah. Uh, it was super, super powerful. And also just like, I really appreciate that relationship in general. Mm. Cause I, I feel like they, again, the show goes out of their way to show, Hey, relationships can be different. Not every family is the same. Not every relationship is the same. You know, sometimes you have three people in a, in a relationship in the way that they are, you know, it's just like a very loving. Yeah. It's, I love them. Yeah. I love them so much. One thing we said constantly too was, uh, Lito was constantly beating himself up throughout the yeah, whole he time. He was constantly uh, double thinking all of his decisions and wondering if he was doing the right thing. He was very hesitant to make the speech at the uh, pride parade. Um, yeah. And and we were like, come on, just just put the spin on it. Go to go to Hollywood. Make oh, the yeah, change. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Which is funny because it's what he ultimately ends up doing is all the things that we now i'm wondering if you thought the pacing of that was a little too long because we were like come on just just do it or if it was just really to kind of show the internal struggle over time um i you know i wasn't really expecting them to actually do it i wasn't expecting him to take a spin on it but if you look at leto and and who he is as a character he doesn't really think the way that way, you know, he wouldn't think to say, Oh, I'm going to take a spin on it. And I'm going to go to Hollywood because they'll accept me because, you know, the press will eat up the fact that you, you know, you shamed me for being who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think he thinks that way. Um, and so that way it was super accurate, but it also allowed us to see a little bit more of how Daniela, um, reacts to him and really cares for him and his mental state, um, and Hernando as well. And, and just their dynamic, it allowed that to grow a little bit while they kind of, you know, it showed how they, that scene where they're watching the movie and they kind of like try to manipulate him into feeling, you know, feeling things like it was so good. And it just shows that they, not only do they know him, both of them know him very Mm -hmm. well. Um, but they, they care about him and they want to see him not only succeed, but they want to see him be happy, which I think is not something that you see a lot in TV shows. Mm. I think you see characters supporting each other to, to keep the story going and not because they want the character to be in a good place. And it doesn't matter where his career is, at least as far as we know. Right. Um, right. So for them to continue to support him and for them to dedicate screen time to that is just, you know, it's beautiful. It just shows that they want him to be happy. For sure. And and without giving it away, we should say that there is an epic scene with Daniela. Yeah. And a couple cell phones that when you see it oh will just God. blow your mind. It's so good. She's amazing. I wonder, I, I, I did wonder after that scene, right yeah. after that, mm-hmm. if that if that's written from experience in Hollywood or not. I mm. wondered. I thought to myself, is this written from like a reality perspective? But yeah, it was good. The whole thing was good. It was kind of the wheeling and dealing that you see Hollywood portrayed at us all the time. Yeah. But yeah, you always wonder how much that is the actual yeah. case when uh, things well, are happening. There's so much honesty in the show. Yeah. I assume that that it at least is a little bit. I, I imagine they probably made it a little bit more comedic. But yeah, it, it does seem it does seem pretty real. Yeah, so uh that storyline was absolutely amazing. Uh we had we had the the storyline now we we praise a lot of the things in the show. Uh the storyline that, that probably got us the most frustrated was the Kala and Rajan yeah. storyline. Uh because at least for me she's the toughest character to relate to because she's so flip-floppy. Yeah. I think she's 
I don't know. I also find that she's the most, I don't want to say selfish, but that's the only way that I can describe it, mm. unfortunately, uh, character of them all. I, and I try to understand, but maybe this is because I don't come from a culture that, you know, does arranged marriages. So I don't understand that sense of familiar obligation, um, or duty that I have to fulfill in that way. So I feel like I get a little bit confused by that and it, and it takes her a while to kind of, come around to herself. I do like, however, how she was constantly seeming to battle this season about what a good person and a bad person is mm. and what it, what it means and what she's trying to define herself and label herself. And a couple of times it comes up that, you know, there, what, what does it matter? You know, what is good or, you know, what is bad? Or I, if this is that, then that's what I want type of yeah, thing. Yeah. So yeah, she has a lot of not to uh, talk about this and spoil it. So <laughs> she has a lot of societal expectations versus uh, what she actually wants and what she thinks yeah. will make her happy. Yeah, I think also think she's the most naive character on the show. Oh, for sure. Uh, other than maybe Lido, but he's naive in an adorable way. Yeah. And like when he realizes <laughs> something is happening, he usually is like, "Oh shit! Okay, this is this is it." Oh yeah, well everything Leto does is adorable, even when he's a drama yeah. queen. Especially when god, he's a drama it's queen. So good. He's so dramatic. <laughs> oh god, I love it. He's so good. Um, and I know one of your uh characters you really enjoy is Wolfie. Yeah, I do. And 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 the screen presence he has and everything is it's awesome. It's out of this world. It's mm. wild. Yeah. I just you know, I also really like Wolfie because I feel like he's a character that looking at everybody else in the show, he probably would most relate to Sun, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but because they're so similar, that they don't really talk that much. I just feel like he must feel like an outsider hmm. sometimes watching this or an older brother. So I kind of feel like it's either going to be that way. Like, he feels like a protector of, of the of the pack type thing. But yeah, I, I he intrigues me quite a bit. I can't wait to see where they actually take his character. I like with him that they are... Even though he might feel like the outsider, he's not hanging on the outside necessarily. He's always involved. He's always there. He clearly cares about these people. It would have been yes. so easy to go with the common trope of the outsider that was like, oh, I don't merge. I just don't want anything I to do with any of this. Guys. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm a lone wolf. But that's not this show. It's just not. Yeah. He's a lone wolf, but he's also a loyal wolf. You know, mm. he's like, this is my pack and, you know, I'm going to take care of him type thing. Yeah, he's a very, very interesting character. And his storyline was probably the most confusing for me because I didn't necessarily remember where it had. I mean, it's been a while since season one aired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost two years. But I didn't necessarily remember where his storyline left off and where they were picking up. He was involved with some mobsters. And I guess the big thing with his storyline, though, was the inclusion of Leela, the new character. The and new, the new character, yeah. Temptation for him. And the new the new. Am I allowed to say? Oh yeah, you, new... this we oh, can yeah. we okay, can spoil okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it's it's got the whole new clan and everything, right? Mm -hmm. well, there's a term for it that they use cluster, in the show. And it's not the clan clusters. cluster. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's the whole new cluster there. So that's that's super exciting. I, I also just I really liked how they this season they really explored the idea of a new cluster and watching someone else in the cluster interact with someone in their head mm -hmm. when they couldn't see them. So they did a lot of that this season where it was like, Oh, they're here with you. Okay. Well, what are they saying? And just kind of like this, um, it just, it just shows them as characters stretching their abilities to mm -hmm. be able to do that. Or also trusting the audience to be able to follow what's happening and who can see what and get what information. And they didn't dumb it down at all. It was great. I really enjoyed that. 
even a couple of times we were like, wait, what just happened Did this thing? But we were able to figure it out. Yeah, but yeah. I'm glad that they didn't spell it out for us like a lot of shows are doing. It uh, does at nowadays. times get a little vague with the way that it all works. Uh, yeah. And and if you were really to nitpick the series and um, say like, OK, well, this person's touching this thing over here and affecting this thing over here, but they're not they're not in this other person's body present. right now. And they're not. Yeah. Actually, so it could you could. But it never really goes to a level where you're like. It's affecting anything major, so it's not a yeah. big deal. There was only one instance of that actually, and that's and that's during Sun's scene, you know, at the in the jail, mm-hmm. the prison, when uh, someone tosses her something. I'm not going to say what it is, but somebody tosses her something, mm. and she catches it, and then turns around and does something with it. And I'm like, wait a second, she's actually the only person there. So did she just? Did everybody else who's there just see her toss herself some keys? Like right, I don't even, right. I don't know what just happened. Um, but yeah, but I, I was able to obviously let that go and keep going with the show. But uh, a couple of times they did that, where I was like, wait, what? Just she's in a weird position. How she's a? How is she able to do this? Mm-hmm type thing so there are a few places where they do do a quick cut just to let you know that that person's actually there um and they don't do it every time but it's enough that you just kind of go with it i think yeah so speaking of sun though she had a huge arc this season and it was all about breaking out of jail where we last left her and she's gunning for her brother now that she knows that he killed their father i fucking love her (laughs) she's great she's just like such a strong and driven character and also silent Mm. you know and i i just don't oh the show is so good at showing different people and how each one of those people can be a hero and Mm. i love that because i feel like you see the same type of heroes over and over again on tv and they do a great job and i i adore her i really liked her arc her the the detective that comes in Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that scene where she has to face face him and like kind of go through her mental hoops to kind of like figure out if she's still on the right track or not. I really enjoyed that yeah, um, yeah. introduction of that character into her storyline. I thought that was very, very cool. I did not expect them to take his character in the direction that they did at all. I thought he was just going to be after her. Yeah, the I whole thought so time. too. But that's that's sensei right they don't follow the standard they just they're like oh you know what you brought this up during the show actually you said what's so good about the show is that even side characters are super relatable and developed and you get attached to them like i don't remember her name but the old woman who helps son oh she was awesome she's so good she delivered a line that had me with tears welling up in my eyes because i'm just i was so attached to like the emotion that she gave to it. And they just, they don't have a character in there just to move the story along. Mm-hmm. They, they flush everybody out. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, uh, Hernando, Daniela, Felix, uh, Felix is awesome. Bug. We talked about a lot this season. Yeah. Bug, Bug is was great really great this season. Um, yeah. the fact that Bug is a huge There's Lido a fan and freaks yeah. out yeah, when he so finds good. out Lido's in the cluster. Oh, oh God. He has I a heart that. attack. Oh, it's so good. Bugs, bugs, so lovable. Yeah, and though we did see this season, we did see um, Cathias, the original actor, depart from the show. Mm-hmm. So we had an episode or two to get used to the new actor. But I found it was very easy, actually. I think he did a really amazing job, and I really love what they did with his storyline. I wasn't expecting that either. That's another one that just kind of surprised me. At first, I I had a harder time with Cathias just because he had a more 
I don't a harder presence than the older yeah. actor. The older actor even just uh, physically had a softer look, and it made yeah. him seem more childlike. Yeah. But I think the direction they took Caffius's character suits this new actor really well. Yeah. I also think that it's like, man, that must be so difficult sliding into a, a role that's already defined. Actually, you probably will touch on that at some point, right? That was one of the questions I had lined up oh, yeah, for, okay. for that actor. But unfortunately, I didn't get the opportunity. Oh, man, I'd, I'd like to know how that that went down. But yeah, I, I, that must be so difficult sliding into a role that's already defined and then trying to make it your own and then also not letting anybody down and then also knowing which direction it's going to go in. But I think he did a great job. I really like what they did with the storyline. And they played it off really well in the Christmas special when they introduced him because they have him uh, right before he turns around. His friend that's on the van with him all the time is like, oh, you got a haircut. It makes your whole face look different. And it was a really <laughs> it was a really nice, lighthearted way to be like, yeah, OK, we get it. This is a thing that happened. Let's go. Let's not waste any time. We're moving the story forward. But that was a really nice way to mm. introduce him. It was really good. But his story, uh, again, something completely unexpected where yeah. his popularity in uh, his country and is taking him to in a political arena. I'd never saw Caffius going that way. Yeah, me either. But you know what? He he does care and mm -hmm. he does want to make a difference. He does. And I think it was a, you know, his hesitation was natural and then eventually sliding into it. I just don't. Now that I've seen the season, I just don't see him going in any other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, because he because he cared so much and they did it so well. But yeah. Oh, what I didn't expect though mm -hmm. was was oh shoot, I forget. I know where his you're mom going. Date, yeah, yeah, his mom with the yeah dating that guy. Oh my god, I was so shocked. And for it not to be a joke, mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be like a trick or something or some way for him to have Caffiets in his back pocket, but it That's wasn't. It was completely sincere. Yeah, 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 and that that kind of touched me too. You know. <sighs> Even though the whole time you're like, so what then, are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing yeah, dating him? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. But then, you know. And Caffius's story, uh, out of all of them, relates to what you said before the most, I think, illustrating that anyone can become a hero. He was a yeah. bus driver that they plucked yeah. out of his moment of heroism and uh, made him into a larger than life figure and now a leader. Uh, from that. And I think it also goes along with kind of the idea of the cluster that not only can everyone become a hero, but everybody has something different to offer. Yeah. So when yes. you look like Sun is going to go and whoop everyone's ass and so is Wolfie. Yeah. But then you yeah. go, well, what's Kala going to do in a situation like this? Well, not this situation necessarily, but who do they look to for the replicating the blockers? Kala, that's yeah. her thing. They all have something to contribute. That's what she knows how to do. And, and or or that one scene when Sun suddenly gets thrown into, you know, having to, you know, be a bartender. Mm -hmm. They're like, nobody knows how to do that. And then Leto's like, I studied it for, you know, six months intensive training. So yeah. I'm the I make the best drinks in, in Sao Paulo or wherever it was that he was referencing that he had it. But yeah, it was very, very good. And he it brings it good. up in the in the the best possible way, mid, yeah, mid drama yeah. queen. Like, yeah, he's like, Oh, but but that's 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 such an important moment too, because 
he's mid drama queening about losing, mm-hmm. you know, his dream. And so then it's like, well, nobody knows how to do this. It's immediately like Leto just gets to be like, I do because like <laughs> I studied it and I did a thing. And it was, yeah, it was, it came up out in just the most beautiful way. It was great. And it didn't even dawn on me until we were just talking about it right now. But before he like reveals that he has all this bartender experience, they have two of the characters talking. It was Sun and Will. I don't even remember who the conversation was going no, on between. Uh, no, me. Oh, Will, okay. Sun and Nomi. Uh, Sun and Nomi, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Leto's there, and they're like, "Wait, why is Leto here?" As if, yeah. As if the clusters mentality knows that he is needed in that moment. Yeah. But they don't know why yet. And that that also is like a metaphor. So like, why are these people in your life? Well, they have something to offer. Maybe you just don't know what it is yet. That's actually really beautiful. That's not what I would have expected at all from that scene. I just thought that Lido was hanging around because he was depressed. But I actually <laughs> think that's that's much more beautiful. You know, just the idea that. And I, I do believe that actually, when people come into your life, that there is something that you can offer each other. You know, you can either learn or you know, there's love or, you know, something that you can offer somebody and it doesn't have to be romantic love. It can just Mm -hmm. be, you know, but yeah, I do. I do feel that that's true. So that's a super beautiful way to look at that. Uh, who are we not talking? Oh, Nomi, Nomi and Amanita. Oh my God. Of course. (laughs) Oh my God. You're going to start crying already. (laughs) I am going to start crying. It was like, oh my God, it was super beautiful. Mm hmm. You know, I had one complaint. I had Mm -hmm. one complaint, and that is that I suffered a lot of social embarrassment and anxiety on behalf of Nomi this season, Mm. Um, mostly because in a couple of situations, she's like, oh, yeah, my my family thinks I'm a narcissist and that I'll turn everything in around to being about me. And then a couple of times she does do that thing. And I'm just like, oh, no, please, please don't. Um, But that all of that is completely erased by that like end scene that her and and I will not say another word no, about no, it. But not yeah, that one. No, nope. yeah, nope, not good. that one. Yeah, too good. too good. Yeah. But yeah, they had oh. they had a fantastic arc this season going through. And they're another one that's also being hunted. In the same yeah. way that uh, Will and Riley are being hunted, um, not I necessarily for the same reason either, because Nomi is uh, wanted by the FBI for all the yeah. computer stuff. And they go through the whole thing with Bug. Bug's with them the whole season, pretty much. Yeah, I love Bug. And that's the thing. Like, is there any character in the show that got introduced that we're not like, oh, I love this character? I, I mean, don't think that there is. There's a couple that. I don't necessarily like, but I'm not supposed to. Uh, there's that blonde hair guy that's always hitting on Riley. Oh, yeah, but he's hilarious. But he's hilarious, I mean, I right. know that you're not supposed to like him, right, but, but he is he's funny. a unique person, and he's funny to ha- like when he's interacting, and it's good. They play against him very well, but yeah. I, uh, I'm i trying to think right now if there's a character that got introduced that I didn't really enjoy. Oh, you know who I did really enjoy? And I'm going to kick myself because I forget her name, but Caffius's, um has somebody that's oh, introduced his into his storyline too. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. I wasn't sure if I, yeah, but yeah, her, she's fantastic. And I just have to say, mm-hmm. she says one of my favorite lines in the entire show. And I, I cried when she said this line because I don't see by erasure is a thing and I don't see it a lot on television. And she has a line where, you know, Caffius is some guys tease Caffius and say, Oh, she's not interested in men, Caffius. So you're chasing her for no reason. Mm-hmm. Cause in college, she, she was with a woman and, and at some point, Caffius brings it up to her and she says, Oh, I fall in love with a person, not their 
genitals. And I just like started crying. I was like, oh my God, now they've represented everybody. And and that's, (laughs) and that's how they, that's how they represent everyone too. Like we said, she doesn't say, she doesn't come out and say, oh, I'm bisexual because that would put a label on it. She just says, she says how she feels and what she does and how she loves people. And that's all it needs to be. That's it. Oh God, stop. (laughs) It's done. It's done so well. Um, and they talked uh, in the interviews we heard before this. Yeah. They talked a little bit about why uh, the series is so important right now. And yes, it's so important right now. Not not only uh, right now, but the fact that they like this was two years ago where season one ended and they were already working on season two. Yeah. Not only uh, filming, but writing and all that stuff. They didn't see what was coming for the world and it could not be more relevant now. I know. It's it's wonderful that they I mean, it's horrible that it's so needed right now, but it's wonderful that we have it. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those shows I feel like everybody should watch and especially young uh, teenagers mm-hmm. who might be confused or upset or hurting very badly and need to know that it's OK to be different and that there's still love out in the world for you. And there is a cluster that you can find mm-hmm. um, or make, you know, that that alone is a message that, yeah, I, f- I feel like everybody should have that. Absolutely. I wish I had that in high school. Right? Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from a few a few characters that don't understand the choices of others, everyone's very welcoming. Yeah. But I feel like those characters that don't understand the choices of others are there to show you that, yes, you are going to run into people like mm-hmm. this. You're going to run into people like Nomi's mom. Oh, Nomi's mom. Uh, I can't. I can't handle her. Yeah. I don't understand I've met people like that, though. So it's it's true. Like, it's, you know, it's not just there to be an antagonist for Nomi. Mm -hmm. Like, people like that exist. So it's just like, you know, yeah, I just think it's super, super wonderful that they include them to show you, hey, this can happen. But you know what? It can be healthy. It can be beautiful. There is positivity. It gets better. That Mm -hmm. whole, like, message is all throughout the season. It's just, it's, or the entire show. But, yeah, specifically this season, it's very, very good. And I think they even represent uh, three different viewpoints within Nomi's family. They have her mom, who's very rejectful of the entire concept. They have her sister, who's very inviting and welcoming. And they have her dad, who's kind of that middle ground where he's like, "I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. But I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those were all very important things to show because all those perspectives for sure exist. Yeah. And and Nomi's sister wasn't always on board. That's true. I like that they showed that, too, that Nomi's sister was confused and upset and trying to understand and like, why is this important to you? You don't need this. And then in the end, decided that how she felt about it wasn't as important as how her her sister feels about it, Mm -hmm. how Nomi feels about it. And then, you know, made the decision to be there which is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things that you talked about a lot in the show that you can speak on much more than I is the music choices and uh, the tones that they they set. So if there's anything you want to say about the music, go right ahead. It was good. I cannot wait to see the blog lists that are like, oh, (laughs) soundtrack to uh, soundtrack to I should do it. My blog would go off the charts. Mm. I'm telling you, the music was really, really good. It was w- well done. Everything was picked beautifully. I recognized most of it. I think there was only one song that I didn't recognize, but I, I, as soon as it started, I'd go, this is perfect for this moment. So yeah. yeah, it was very, very good. It was very good. The thing that I noticed the most with the music is 
I, I know it stood out more in the example that I gave already where the beats of yeah. the song really coincided with the montage. And they do do that several times throughout the yes. show where it's not just background music. It's not just tone. The the beats and the the vibe of the music is actually going along with the visual. Yeah. Do you did you happen to ask if they had play? I don't know if he, they would have known the answer to that if they were able to plan along ahead, because I feel like they must have known what they were going to play or something. They had they to timed have. it with the beat. Yeah, they had to have. It was too much of like a or music the sound video. The person is just a fucking brilliant. I know it was. It was like each episode had a music video in mm-hmm. it. It was great. It was so good. And it wasn't anything like pulling you out like, oh, here comes the... No. <laughs> it, it just it flowed through it so it. well. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Actually, that's something that you and I both both mentioned a lot during this show uh, what, uh, or the season was the way they were cutting and how very purposely everything felt. It was mm-hmm. like a, a 12 episode movie. I don't even know how many episodes we watched because we binged it. But Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, well, the Christmas special would have been episode one. So we ended up watching uh, nine. We watched two through yeah, nine. 11 so, yeah. or 10. Yeah, like, 10. I can math. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, yeah, that was crazy. It was like a, it was like a 10 episode movie. It was very well done. Everything was super. They didn't, they didn't uh, make any, any sacrifices or anything like that. It was super, super beautiful. And holy cow, from a photographer's pr- perspective, the cinematography in this season. Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's not often that I sit there and go, man, I wish I could be there photographing this moment. I don't normally do that, but I did that like four or five times during this this uh, season. It was very, very good. Well, I know there was an on-set photographer, and I do have uh, some of the production stills that were captured on set, not only of just shots of the scene of what would be in the show but there is some behind the scenes stuff that's also very cool and i mean we have to Uh, remember that this is a wachowski's production yes yeah and visually they've always been amazing now granted this is lana lana's the focus this season her sister left oh i didn't know that yeah so it is just lana working on this one but it's so strong yeah even with just her there she's Mm -hmm. definitely stepped up her game because i would say overall this season is stronger than the first you, really? You think so? I do. I do. Because not mm. only like, yeah, they have all that great character development, but the pacing really hurts season one. I think there were I mean, I, I was fine with it, but I think there's a lot of people that are not in for that kind of a commitment. And if they're yeah. really not hooked within the first three episodes because they feel it's going slow, they might bail. Yeah, that's true. Most people are like that. I I feel like I I appreciated in season one that they took their time. But yeah, a lot of people need something a little bit faster paced. Man, this season won't disappoint you. No. Um, no. Yeah, it's like very nonstop. It was so good. And there were some there were some um, scenes in the in this season that were very much uh, Lana, I guess, since it was it was her just her doing it, but some signature scenes that they do. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, man, yeah, this is definitely them. Um, So that was good. Very enjoyable. It definitely still has their fingerprint on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even still, the storyline that we have talked about the least is probably still uh, Will and Riley. Yes. And uh, not only the whispers thing, but there's a lot of exploration into Angelica specifically and BPO and the organization and what its purpose is, which we still don't even completely know. Yeah, I and it's funny because I was just about to say I don't really like Angelica that much because she seems 
uh, not necessarily underdeveloped. I'm sure she has a story. We just don't know it yet. But mm-hmm. I, um, I just didn't really, I don't know, something about her. I, it just wasn't very memorable to me. However, mm-hmm. this season, they did a very good job showing it would have been so easy to just make her cardboard cutout bad guy, mm-hmm. you know? They could have gone that but way. But they didn't. But they didn't. They were like, this is somebody who, you know, has feelings and who cares about these people and still made the decision that she thought was the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it makes her a far more interesting character to me than, than just leaving it as, uh, just somebody who's swapped sides and become a bad guy, you know, yeah. type thing. Yeah. And even though Whispers is for sure painted the most villainous of all the yeah. characters, even he has a family that we see. Yeah. That's crazy. They do such a good job. Now, there is a scene with Will that left me pretty speechless, um, that I feel like we should just mention mm-hmm. because we were both floored by his performance oh um, we yes. won't go yeah we won't go like spoil but mm-hmm. yeah there's just a very intense moment for will and his character development that i really liked the only thing that i didn't like is that afterwards it felt a bit either rushed or something just wasn't there enough for mm-hmm. you know why he was kind of out of his head space and, sure sure yeah, it felt a little bit strange to me, but his performance during that scene was out of this world. Mm. Although Will is, he is a cop and he's been trained to put his, I assume, put his emotions aside. Uh, yeah. and, and when he is kind of the leader of the cluster. Yes, so when, when, when things really need to get done, he's like, okay, I, I gotta just deal with this. And Whispers is yeah. going after him. So the threat is even more real to him than anyone else. Yeah. And Riley, he threatens Riley's safety sure. a couple of times, which, which, you know, I love them. I love Will and Riley. They were interested, you know, they had that spark in the very beginning. And I just, I really like that they, they didn't just like draw it out for the sake of drawing it out for a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, they just let it happen right away. And I love that every, every relationship friendship in the show is just like super, super supportive and healthy. I really uh, enjoyed the, the series of events where Riley meets Diego, Will's partner, and yeah. goes back to Chicago. I really, I just like the idea of them seeing in real life each other's yeah. natural environments. Yeah, and that that happens uh, with I think with Nome. Well, Nomi obviously knows everybody, but mm-hmm. there is a scene where I think they see each other on the phone or something. I just forget who it was with. Hold mm. on. My brain. Is it Amanita? I think it's Amanita. Oh. Where she sees Riley for the first time. And she's like, Riley, oh my God. On the, and then, on the yeah. video, yeah. Yeah, and then Be- they can... That's they can right. Play. Because they were yeah. only voices in her yeah. head until that. But now there's a face. Yeah, and so it's really neat for them to slowly start seeing that. Um, seeing each other and other people in the cluster and mm-hmm. stuff. They did a lot of that this season. Also, didn't they do something with their abilities either getting stronger because before they had no control mm-hmm. over when they appeared. And this time it seemed like they could specifically appear to somebody and be like, hey, I need your help or. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the first season, so they were coming to terms with what was happening and they yeah. didn't even know. They were like, whoa, why? Why am I in another country all of a sudden? And now they know how to actually visit each other. Yeah. And really, we saw uh, the amount of body swapping they don't really have a term for it when they blend their consciousness and kind of control someone else's body that was so fluid 
through so many of these yes. things, you would just see another character really quick and then they would jump back just to let you know that that character was in that body and it was done amazingly. Oh man, that scene with Sun and Leto, mm-hmm. that was really good. And that's not too spoilery. So I'm just, I'm going to talk about that for a second because it floored me. So like there's, there's a moment in the season where uh, Leto is auditioning for a role and Sun needs his help right before that. And he almost botches the audition because during that moment, he decides to help Sun instead of giving his all to the audition. And then he auditions and the, you know, director or the casting director is not happy with the performance. And then Sun takes over and is just honest and herself and they love it. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I ne- would not have expected them to do. Um, and it showed that because Sun is usually portrayed as like trying to keep all of her emotions inside. And, you know, again, like this kind of lone wolf and this warrior type character, but she is very emotional. Mm-hmm. And to just kind of have that moment where not only does she show that emotion, but she chooses to show it mm-hmm. to help someone else, which I thought was really, really beautiful moment. Really and good. she did it in a very sun way. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't yeah, it anything was crazy. It was simple. just the right amount for her. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Other memorable moments from the season for me. I mean, really just anytime the cluster is together. I love yeah. the shots and they had so many fantastic transitions and effects. Um, they would have moments where one of the characters in the cluster would walk by. And then as they were going across, they were almost like revealing the mask of the the characters behind them to sh- and or yeah. or then coming all back together in one just kind of reinforcing that idea that we are one all of them together it was a very like everything was on point this season the music the visuals mm-hmm. the uh, everything i mean the acting obviously everything was just really really good it was it was very well done there's just not much that i can say that didn't stand out to me everything was great i know there was and i guess maybe we should uh, touch on this is where kind of leaving the episode, but the, the chance of season two even happening, I guess was pretty slim. Really? Which is unfortunate. And it's, it's yeah. one of the reasons that I want to get the word out about this show because like we've said so many times, it is such an important show for the world we live in show. now, it, just in general, but especially now that this show needs to continue. Uh, not only because, I, I need to see where it's going because it's yeah. just so good. And they uh they left with a fantastic cliffhanger and the introduction of a new mystery character within the season. Yeah, they did. And I, I have to know where that's going. Do you think it's do you think it's the sex that turns people off of the show? I think that's a tough question. Uh yeah. well, I mean it definitely narrows the audience. Yeah. Because there are people that just don't want to see shows with nudity at all but but then you have something like game of thrones yeah exactly so it's definitely more accepted now and i'm wondering if the the popularity because season one at this point now we're talking two years ago uh, with game of thrones having exploded the way it has and that having huge elements of sexuality um i'm yeah i'm hoping maybe that makes this more acceptable for those people that did help yeah yeah you're right. I'm just trying to wonder, um, just wondering what about the show would, would pull people away from it. Cause it just seems so amazing. Mm. It must be maybe exposure, but yeah, definitely get the word out there. Cause it's a, it's a show worth watching. It's a show worth sharing really. 
and watching with other with your friends. And even family. if you're just a sci-fi fan, like we're talking about all the themes and the messages and stuff, but even just from a purely sci-fi show, it's great. It's great. All right, so I guess we should wrap that up. Uh, I mean, yeah. we've just season's been amazing. I mean, the final review, yeah. that, no complaints whatsoever. Well worth watching. We'll watch again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll watch again for sure. Um, yeah. So uh, what can we put out there for you? Where can people watch you online all the time? We do this. You're a guest here. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you. Um, well, my Twitter is twitter.com forward slash pumpkinberry. And you can also uh, my website is pumpkinberry.tv. Those are two ways you can reach out to me. Fantastic. And of course, you can see all our stuff on thegeekgeneration.com and uh, watch us on twitch.tv slash the geek generation and all the social medias they know this stuff from me already they know that they know it all uh thank you so much and and the twitter is geek generation you guys got it there you go i got you all right thank you thank you yeah we'll just plug each other's stuff from now on it's a little less awkward right yeah Yeah, there we go yeah yeah 100 (laughs) all right thanks for watching uh, the show with me and hanging out and oh yeah thank you this This is super lovely i loved it and thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you guys next time later Make it so.